You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. And here we are, part two of our big conversation about Batman v Superman with Chris Franey, Chris Jeetze, and Daniel Barroso and myself. So please enjoy, and uh, please pass it on to your friends. Thank you. Hey, Mitch! It's its own universe, and it's amazing. I mean, at some points... And they did throw folk, some of that in yeah. to this movie as did, well. You know, people keep saying that. I don't know what, what part you're talking about. The, Particularly. Well, I... I'm not saying okay. it's not in there. I just don't know. Interpretation, obviously. but Well, that's what the kind of part, this whole movie yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We don't actually get the plot. We just get plot points, and we have to fill in the rest of it. Um, but the nightmare scene... With Nightmare Batman, okay. where Superman has apparently taken over, he's ruling everything. Superman that, guards. That seemed very injustice to me, especially when Barry comes back and, or no, Superman straight up goes like, like you took her away from me, right? Like saying okay. that oh, she Lois... was my world. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So I, I get that. I, I now I understand that. And and to, I mean, I'm not saying you guys aren't comic readers. Obviously, you are. But to I've never the, heard of these things. The people who weren't comic readers would probably be like, "Oh, that's straight out of Injustice." But I probably can point out at least four of the stories where Lois dies and Superman's like gone off the deep end. You know. Right. So I mean, that's. You know, uh, well, it's a common big theme, part but, of of Superman stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a common thing, but I honestly feel that In, because of the explosiveness of Injustice, the game was amazing. People yeah. are wanting a sequel. The comic book is the first time a spinoff comic has actually done amazing. I mean, yeah. we are on year five of the Injustice comic, which comes out every week digitally and comes out bi monthly. You don't have anything like that coming out of DC, and this this book, this universe is doing it. So it's kind of, I mean. Okay, the multiverse is not... It's not foreign anymore. I mean, we've seen Barry on TV run through this thing, and he's, he looked at John Wesley's ship as Flash. I mean, it's all out there now. I mean, technically, there's going to be a time where we could have Reign of the Batman, and we'll have Adam West and Ben Affleck team up as Batman to fight, you know, Cesar Romero and... Oh my I god, green light seven <laughs> movies like that right now. <laughs> no, I be better not say anything because those movies <laughs> coming out. Nope. Because <laughs> I'd have Adam West Daniel, being Batman. How do you feel about <laughs> it? Tell me. Do you bleed? <laughs> you know, and it's Adam West. <laughs> we need to petition to have Adam West say that. <laughs> Hashtag West, do you bleed? <laughs> Daniel, how do you feel about the, the Crisis on Infinite scene? I, I I'm just gonna jump on the bandwagon here. I'm I'm just gonna say to me it was more um more injustice. Okay. Like everybody else says. Right. Oh well, yeah, the scene with uh with uh, the Superman Lord and 
and uh, the the Superman soldiers. Did, did anybody else get a uh, like? To me, when that that scene, that particular scene, when Batman goes to open up that crate and there's just a light bulb in there and a battery, mm-hmm. I I got a homage to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> because you know a lot of people are like the only thing that's in that that briefcase is a light bulb and a battery so that when it opens up there's a light but I don't know that's just what I thought when I saw the movie I mean obviously it was supposed to be kryptonite but they're, they were right. playing, not playing a prank they were setting them up for a yeah. trap uh, do you have a scene that you, you thought was the worst in this movie Franny ooh um Gosh, now I'm on the spot. I hate that. I want. I don't want to get dead. Maybe air. not even just a scene. Um, like he picked Lex Luthor. So like, just you know, is there a particular thing that you just really despised about this movie? Oh, I'll tell you what was awkward: the Jolly Rancher thing. <laughs> that was such a weird scene. <laughs> like, it, if anything, you should have cut that. That should have been a deleted. I know. Scene. It's yeah. like we we can, we're going to take out Stephen Wolf, but we're going to keep this Cherry Jolly Rancher fetish. You know. Like, <laughs> Yes, I love a good Jolly Rancher, and especially when they're cherry. Cherry or grape are my favorite, but I don't want some guy barehanded feeding it to me. Like, what the hell was that? And so this this goes, I think that particular scene goes against the whole idea that uh, the, the deleted scene is what uh, is where it explains how, why he's the way he is. Because that obviously happens before yeah. that scene, because he's asking that guy to be able to use the body. Yep. Or and, and well, to, to get access to the ship and, and all get that. access yeah. to the ship. So and he's his, already batshit crazy. His, his craziness is weird. So his, his his motivation throughout this whole story just doesn't make any sense because it, it goes from one place to the next. What the is came his motivation? Exactly. What is so, he trying to accomplish? Do we feel that his zaniness was it before he did the whole fingerprints and he got the Kryptonian? Oh god, I don't know, the, 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 the space log. Because honestly. He's going to sit there and, like, teach me everything. You know, like, he's going to read about all these foreign stuff, these aliens, these different races. So, I mean, do we feel like that? that's a point of, of character change? So was he crazy zany before that? Like, was he just Lex Luthor and then he, he learns about these aliens and everything and then he goes even crazier? But I guess to kind of answer my own question, we saw the painting scene before that, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, see, yeah, the editing on that thing is just so all over the place. It is. It's all over yep. the place. There's so many jumps in time and, and everything else. But, yeah, the moment we he steps on screen when they're playing basketball, he's already just kooky and crazy out there. And Well, I just figured, like you said, he was like a you know, dot-com millionaire. So, like, okay, he's an eccentric kid. But but then we walk into – he walk, he takes the, the, the junior senator and the, whatever that other guy is, another senator, I assume, because they're both on the, yeah, the, the panel, the, the committee. The committee, yeah. And they walk into his little trophy room where he has a sliver of, a, of, of, of kryptonite, and he's like – he goes, see this? This is us. You know, just fucking slam dunks it onto the case. It's it, it's all there, and he's, you know, my dad. That Lex Luthor on there, that the Lex Corps, that's my dad, my dad. And that's what, the other thing I thought was about the whole movie. He keeps referring to his dad throughout this whole thing. I was expecting a real Lex Luthor just to show up and be like, Imagine why do you Brian keep talking Cranston to people just about walks me? In, he's like, <laughs> shut the hell up, boy. Yeah, if that would have happened, you know, I would have been. I'm like, okay, this movie's good. I, I, I can out. forgive it. And I'm not even. I'm not even a. Bi- I'm not a big. Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston fan. I think no. Brian Cranston's actually pretty awesome. I think yeah. he, he's done a great job in everything he does. But like, just that little bit of a twist would have been like, "Well, you got me. All right, I'm happy." You know, like 
it, it, it so so much of it would have been is would have been saved, I think, and made more sense if if Jesse Eisenberg would have melted away because he was a a clone right there in prison. Because what is that Lex Luthor going to do now that he's in prison? You know, other than go ping, 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 or ding, 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 ding. You know, I'm gonna sit there and be bald. <laughs> I mean, is that is that is is that scene when they're they're pulling away from him in the prison? He's saying ding, ding, ding. Is that supposed to be a reference to a mother box? That's what a lot of people are thinking. You but know, maybe instead who of knows that? Bell ring, yeah, comic exactly. book readers know well, that. exactly. And, and that's 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 kind of the same problem Man of Steel had. That's the problem Batman vs Superman has. Is we have to connect the dots. And I don't want to sound like. I mean, how many times do you like going to the movies and just being entertained? That's a good time, isn't that's, it? That's what I go to the movies yeah. for. I mean, I, mean I, like, I like a movie that makes me think. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, I love those. But I, like, I, Okay, I remember watching um, Need for Speed. That was one with Pinkerton, right? Yep. That was, yeah. I love that movie. Pinkman, Why? Because I just cool. enjoyed it. It was fun. There was story. The story connected the dots. There were cars going fast. Awesome stuff. I enjoyed the shit out of it. There you go. Um, and I remember watching The Prestige. And that movie makes you think. And I'm constantly like, which Hugh Jackman survived? Is it the real <laughs> Hugh Jackman or is it the clone? And I'm still trying to answer that question. And every time I watch the movie, there's a new layer. There's something I new to discover. So I'm, I'm okay with all that stuff. But your safe bet <laughs> is give a movie that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and one that, that – and, and, and I, it, I know we posted this uh, you know, earlier, uh, at least around when the movie came out, and you have the, the Batman that's on the Metatron chair, and he's like, you know, how you feel <laughs> when your friends come and ask you about a comic book movie. But I don't need to exp- sit there and explain the whole movie. Like, when at the end of Avengers, when someone asked me, who was the purple guy that showed up, showed his face at the end? I'm like, oh, that's Thanos. I can explain a little bit about Thanos to you. But if you have to sit there and be like, well, why is it that – uh, Lex Luthor was like this, and why? Why did uh, you know uh, Batman have this going on? And what was it all of this about Martha? You know, it's like, well, you know, you have to explain every little piece of that movie to somebody because you've read comic books. That means your movie was flawed. <laughs> um, so that was, I mean, the, the Jolly Rancher scene. I mean, how how awkward was that for you, Daniel? Pretty awkward. I was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> I mean, they were intercutting it with like, like him getting the things that he kept asking for, and then and then eventually he kills that guy. I, I mean, I didn't understand why he. I mean, I mean, I understand he kill. He wanted to kill the the uh, Helen Hunt character and blame it on Superman, but it seemed like you would want to inform the guy that's been helping you out and keep him nearby. But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as for me, I guess uh, the worst part or the worst execution for me, uh, I I would have to say the whole introduction of Doomsday. Like, to me, one, they shouldn't. This movie should not be the death of Superman. Right. I mean, how are you going to start the whole the whole Justice League with not Superman? Which he's gonna come back, you know, looking like Jesus from his Superman coma. <laughs> he well, I, I think he's gonna come. You need to read Earth too. I don't Again. need to read it. I watched a movie. No, 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 no. You need to read Earth 2. You need to read Earth 2. Um, that's that's going to show you some stuff. Because, again, to me, I'm thinking about it from a producer's point of view. That's going to sell toys. We're going to have an extra action figure of Superman in this angry Superman costume. <laughs> Superman in his coffin. <laughs> hey, that'd be a cool accessory to buy. I'd buy it. <laughs> look, I'm just saying, look... Uh, 
there were so many things that were flawed with that one. Uh, you you kind of wasn't just Doomsday; it was Doomsday Bizarro because he was mm. he was a Kryptonian clone and he had Doomsday strength, but then he also had uh, fire beam or laser beams or heat vision. And, and well, his adaptation was, would give him new powers. Yeah, man. so it was it was just a, a strange mishmash. We we had there wasn't the the weight that you had in the Death of Superman where. Doomsday started out in one part of the country and just cut a a swath of fucking violence and destruction to Metropolis because it's where he knew the a Kryptonian was because yeah. he could smell it and he he wanted to get there and you have Superman basically just throwing himself in front of this destruction to save the rest of the city and then they both end up dying Superman dies from exhaustion and and a a, a, a cut to his chest whereas uh, you know, his last punch takes out Doomsday. It, it was much more epic in the in the movie or in the comic book because it took issues to get to there. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't take three minutes that the movie had. Why is it that Lex Luthor had to cut his hand? He wanted to be a part of that mix. Did, he just wanted to put his DNA in it and but be like, it didn't if give I him can't any destroy, control, huh? It didn't give him any control. No, it didn't give him any control. But the thing is, he wants like. And this is, again, this is something, it's just my opinion on it, and that's what sucks about the movie. You know, Luther should have been like, if I can't destroy you by my hand, it will come from my hand. It literally cut his hand, and that would have been the symbolism, and that would have been the expression, and it would have been right there. Because he wants to be a part of this that will destroy Superman. You know what, that's actually a pretty good description or uh, reasoning. I, I didn't even think about that. It will come yeah. from my hand. I mean, it's a stretch. But I thought it was you're pretty good. That's it's better it, than what we got. Yeah, and and you know what? If, if that's the the uh, Warner Brothers, I'm available. <laughs> the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the symbolism that Zack Snyder was going for. Then bravo, you know, way to go, Chris. Uh, <laughs> but I still thought so. I mean, the other part was you have the three of them. You have Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman all d- doing this fight. And obviously, most of it is between Superman, Wonder Woman, and Doomsday. Yeah, yes. Batman's just like, I'm going to jump around. <laughs> Batman literally is hiding throughout most of this movie, which makes sense because he's just a dude. He yeah, can't, he can't do anything. Yeah. However, the Batman that I've read in comic books would at least be coming up with ideas, you know, throwing pieces of a building on top of Doomsday, you know, blowing up structurally, you know, stuff so that it would enclose in, on him, you know, be able to do, he would do something. Uh, as you were saying, telling me before, um, in the original Death of Superman, Batman was nowhere to be seen yeah. uh, during that day for whatever reason. But you have him here. Why is he constantly just prairie dogging it and you know gophering between place to place? And then eventually, at the very end, hey, poof, you know, his yeah, kryptonite bullet. And that's it. <laughs> He's done. That's all he had, he had to do. Uh, the spear. He creates, I mean, once again, there's the Christian iconography. Uh, we have a, a spear to take out Superman, you know. And uh, Lois loses it down a pit of water. Then she gets trapped underneath there. Superman has to leave the middle of the, of the fight, which, once again, Lois serves no point in this movie other than to get caught twice. Yep. 
damsel in distress. <laughs> I mean, they've moved past that in the comic books. Lois, three times. <laughs> three times gets caught. There you go. Three times. Yeah. Luther uses yeah. her too. And in the beginning of the movie, I didn't even think about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lois Lane, though being a damsel in distress many times, has also been the hero. And has been smart enough to stay out of trouble. And, you know, is is more than that. Is more than just a, a plot device. Yeah. Um, but when he gets the, the kryptonite spear, he doesn't give it to Bruce, who's the one that in, that made it. He could use it and not get hurt. Well, but is is Batman really going to get in Doomsday's swinging radius? <laughs> Fair enough. Even better, though. Give it, <laughs> give it to fucking Wonder Woman. Exactly. Because she would know how to use it. The, the one, she would know, yeah. No, actually, that, that is the smart idea. The Amazons right in, this, in, this, in this universe are based off the Spartan you know, warriors. The 300. The 300, and that was one of their main weapons. They had a sword. A short sword, a shield, and a spear. She would. She is the only one in this movie that actually hurts Doomsday. She cut. He, she cuts off his arm. It, so I think yeah, Superman yeah. if you would have gave her enough time, she probably would have killed him on her own. Probably, <laughs> she but, she, but they have her holding him down with the lasso, which Superman could have held the lasso. And then she could have took the spear and then... Shit, Batman could have held the lasso. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the magical properties, I think, of this, the lasso more than anything that, that's holding him down. You could argue it. You could argue I mean, it, Because yeah. if you think... If you, if, you, if you can hold at least that part to the comic books, magic is, the only thing that, is one of the only things that hurt Kryptonians other than Kryptonite. So the magic would have been hurting, hurting Doomsday or Bizarro Zod or whatever it is you want to call it. So the lasso is hurting. They're hurting him. She comes in, spears him, and done. No one has to die. No, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing we could think of is that they weren't a team. Fair enough. They weren't a team. They don't know each other's fighting styles. I mean, Clark Kent has no clue who the hell Wonder Woman or Diana Prince is. Actually, none of us do. Yeah. Well, true. no, that's true. But I mean, but if we look at that scenario, you know, it's awesome that she jumps in and wants to help. Right. But You're there's right. a little bit more relationship between Batman and Wonder Woman, and like Superman and Batman themselves, they went from like the next time the signal comes on, don't answer it, to like Martha, we're buddies. We haven't even got to that part oh, yet. My that God. was so bad. But save James. That's the thing about the. <laughs> that's the thing about this, like. With Wonder Woman in this movie, no one says Diana Prince. She's at that party. No one introduces her to anybody. The, 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 the flight attendant did. That's Ms. the only. Prince. Yeah, that's she says Miss Prince, you can't get. leave, and that's it. If you had no idea about one, that Wonder Woman was supposed to be in this movie, how would you know Wonder Woman was in this movie? Yeah, but maybe that's a neat thing. I mean, finally for once, DC played something close to the chest. No, they didn't. She was. She was <laughs> oh, she's in, in the, the trailer. trailer. I yeah. get that, but we, now we don't know her secret identity. I mean, like, this is what cracks me up. Cyborg hasn't been named yet. No. But yet his file, you see it's ACY, and it's got the Cyborg logo. So it's like Lex Luthor must have been sitting there and be like, I'm going to call that guy the Flash. He's going to get a lightning bolt, and I'm going to call it FL. And that guy, I'm going to call him Aquaman. And I'm going to give him an A, and I'm going to put AQ. I mean, he's the one who sat there naming these people. I know. It's ridiculous. Know? It is. I mean, again, there's a lot of missing story to this, but... I'm okay with them keeping it a mystery that she was Wonder Woman. I mean, it, it, why do we know all these things? Because we follow comic book news, we follow movie news, and we know that oh, Diana Prince is a is a rare art and weapons 
collector slash trader slash appraiser. So that's why she's at that 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 party when they're like, oh, this is the rare sword. And then Bruce Wayne's like, it's not the real one. And she's like, I know. <laughs> and now that makes sense because you're like, oh, well, that's her job. She's at this party because it's her job. Why is she this weird mystery woman who shows up at these major gala events? Because she's actually uh, she's an authority on art. And I, I had no idea that from from this movie that she. Oh, was I didn't get it from the movie. I read an article. Oh, and well, there that's you go. what sucks about it is you shouldn't have to do <laughs> that. The movie me, should do it, but the, the, to me, her whole motivation of coming in being in this movie is that she needs to get a, a picture away from Lex Luthor. Right. <laughs> However, it's a digital picture, so there's Doesn't no matter, point. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of it. And then two, she says. I've I've left man's world for a hundred years. Well, if you've left it, then who's going to notice that that's a picture of you? Yeah. What's the point? But yep. apparently, if she's also an art dealer and weapons collector, then yeah, I guess at some point, some some guy that she was dealing with could be like, I saw I saw a picture in Lex Luthor's computer that uh, this lady in the nineteen eighteen looks a lot like you. Oh, that's that's strange. Yeah, oh, there's that's also a guy weird. Who looks like Keanu Reeves from 100 years ago. How much what? did you want to pay for this now? Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not a good motivation. But that's, that's what they chose. That's what they chose. Uh, yeah. Are, are we holding the, this movie up to a higher standard than anything else because we're comic readers? No. No, I think there is. I think that I feel and this is my opinion, but I feel DC has to jump a higher bar than marvel will right now and rightfully so i mean we've had you know superman was what 75 76 somewhere around there? well we just yeah and christopher reeve yeah and then batman 89 and yes i know there was stuff before that but those were the big capstones of those movies oh okay you're talking those about were, christopher reeves is 78 yeah it was 78 okay. yeah and uh yeah i mean there's george reeves the adventures of superman mm-hmm. tv show the serials and, you know, there was even a Captain America serial from back in those days. Captain Marvel was a major uh, character. Um, but we, we, we have, we've seen the Superman movie. That's Superman the movie. That's, that's, that's what Superman is. Um, they tried again with Superman Returns. It didn't work out so well. So they dropped it, and we're going with this Man of Steel, you know, darkness. Um, Batman, they, they, they did Michael Keaton to Val Kimmore to George Clooney, and then they put that thing away. They gave us Christian Bell, and bam, there was Batman. And, and now we're going to take it a step further. you know. And they, they did some cool stuff. I mean, we got to see Ben Affleck. I mean, I thought that underground fight scene was cool. Yeah, but you know what? That's not Ben Affleck. That's his stunt double. No, no, no. I'm talking about the time when, when they were watching the people fight. Like, he was there as Bruce Wayne, and oh, oh, he grabs yeah, the fighter, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he kind of whispers, and the guy looks at him, and then all of a sudden, bap, 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 and he He's he like, wins. dude, try punching him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it helps to punch people in the face. <laughs> Daniel, did, uh, how did you feel about the question? Uh, do you think that we, we, we're holding this movie too, too high a standard? Maybe I was. I was, you know, just expecting more out of it, especially since uh, I'd really... Maybe I'm holding it to watch standard, you know, because that's a really well-done comic book movie, and I think that's where I was holding it to, and that's why I was disappointed in it. No, I, I think you're, I think you're, you're spot on. I mean, with the Watchmen thing, the Watchmen was an incredible movie, and uh, for a comic book that I didn't even like, yeah. uh, I thought that movie was was uh, so uh, straight off the page and, and done brilliantly. Um, I think, uh, I, I think, I think I have to agree that we're. Well, I, I think that we aren't high, holding it too too high of a standard because 
DC Warner Brothers is at least getting it right in some aspects because they have TV shows that are that are are loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. The animated movies, the animated movies are incredible, and yep. they those are getting darker with every. Yeah. You know they 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 have you know they have characters that kill. They have uh, you know uh, and those are straight out of the comics. Those things are changed mm-hmm. uh, and and changed for whatever reason. They are still tonally right. Right. Uh, so I, I really don't think that because I read comic books and because I have an, a, 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 a history of, of uh, knowledge for the subject that, I, that I'm expecting too much. Yeah, because I, I was thinking the same thing. And the way that I came to my realization or decision, rather, that we aren't holding it to a higher standard is that does the movie make sense like just what we saw does anything in the movie make any amount of sense was there a problem that our heroes had to overcome was there somebody that caused that problem I think did we get a resolution to that problem <laughs> No, we didn't have a fucking story in this. We had plot points throughout the whole movie, but nothing to connect any of them. Yeah, because you really have to take the Luther bits and put it together. We have to understand that it's like Luther was manipulating Batman. Well, how did he know Bruce Wayne and Batman were the same? How do you know Clark well, Kent you'll figure and that out later. Yeah, how did you know Clark Kent and Superman? Like, well, we'll figure that out later. And you're right. There, because that, that should have been the story, was the fact that Luther figures it out. This guy's Batman. That guy's Superman. So I'm gonna pit. I'm gonna blackmail him in a sense. I'm gonna make his hatred so hard that he's gonna go after Superman, and they're gonna fight. And then somehow during the whole cat, the, the, the whole movie somehow, he finds out Superman's Clark Kent, and he's like, "Oh, well, this is great. Now I can manipulate both of them together." And then that would have made the conflict. That would have been why the two heroes were like, "Oh, we have a connection. We're being played." Because it is a shame to realize. The world's greatest detective got played by that mm-hmm. thing that's pretending to be Lex Luthor. <laughs> no, that, that sucks. That, that's that's a that's a that's a big point in, in uh, you know being uh, uh, against character for all these these people. You know, and uh, Luthor to me in the con- in the comic books would never figure something like that out because he doesn't care. He, mm-hmm. it, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with him and his and his his uh, persona to think that. These people are playing as other people, because to him, he's Lex Luthor always. Oh yeah. So why would Batman be someone that's not Batman? Why would Superman be someone that's not Superman? Well, I always liked that. I think it was. I know it was during the John Byrne run, in like the eighties, and you know they used computer data, pinpoint locations, photos, and all this stuff, and like his before they had Mercy, you know his female sidekick. She was this doctor, and she's like, oh my god. It makes sense. It's totally true. Clark Kent is Superman. And he grabs the paper, crumbles, and throws it. Like, that's stupid. So nobody would waste power acting like that clown. Exactly. Dumb. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> because that's how stupid Luther is. That's how, like, even though he's the greatest mind on our planet, he's so narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we do. When we see racists, when we see angry people, we consider them narrow-minded because they don't keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. And that played Luther up, and that brought a whole new level of bigotry, and that's a good reason to hate him besides him being a businessman. 
and that was fantastic. And then this, and, and and they've changed it. I mean, you know, right now we currently are dealing with a Justice League in the comics where Lex Luthor is a part of that team, and he knows he figured out Batman, and he knows Superman's identities. So it's like, oh, okay. Did that happen because Jeff Johns knew the movie was going to do that? So he incorporated it to kind of make it an easier blow for us? Or did he maybe even, while he was in the writer's room, was like, hey, got a crazy idea here. <laughs> I would say it's the first one. Oh, I think it's definitely he saw what they were going to do, yeah, and he probably exactly. was like, all right. Well, and let's, I think that, that happens a lot more often than, than not now with uh, the way these movies, uh, Marvel as well, that uh, the Marvel comic books and the DC comic books now say, oh, they get the memo that this is what's going to happen in the movie. Start creating these characters to start, start looking like these. Yeah, make the, them what go they, that route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I, I, I skip, we skipped over the, the one part, the, the, the Martha part. So Why I, did you say Martha? I know. What does that mean? I mean, oh I, think, I think it's just... Uh, <laughs> It's just so silly of a line, mm-hmm. and then a resolution. The fact that it's it what resolves the, the the whole fight. When you have Superman who's walking into this fight, saying, "Look, I, I'm going to get Batman to help me. Don't worry." Uh, and he's like, "Look, hey, don't 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 do anything. I need to tell you something." And then as soon as he turns on the the the, the sound wave. Uh, yeah, devices. Sonics. The Sonic. Superman's like, all right, fuck this guy. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm ready to fight. Uh, fuck this. Yeah. But why? Neither one of them. I mean, as soon as Batman hears, wait, I have to tell you something. He should be like, all right, well, what is it you have to say? Let me play this out. Yeah, yeah. you know, he, you would think the Batman would would want to have all the information in yeah. front of him, even if it's a lie, <laughs> even if Superman is about to lie to him. You could at least read someone's face and be like, "Oh, so that's what he looks like when he lies." Got it? You know, yeah. <laughs> some fucking something that shows me that he's thinking. Well, one thing that I do for uh, that I, I'm mad with the movies right now that they're not showing us about Clark Kent. He's really smart. He is. He's super smart, and they don't show that at all. He gets manipulated by Luther, and it's like, okay, well, I mean. I'm sorry, but he if Superman's like, wait a minute, you've kidnapped my mom, you took these pictures of her, okay, I'm going to flick you in the forehead when you fall down unconscious, and then I'm going to turn around and listen for Martha's heartbeat, and I'm going to go get her, and then I'm going to go fly over and send her somewhere safe, and I'll fly over to Batman, I'll be like, hey dude, we've both been played, you want to talk about it? And the minute Batman tries to do something, he just flies 10 feet away, and he's like, before you keep wasting your energy... Let me talk it out. And that's just something I cooked up right now. And I'm not super smart. I'm just an Earth man. Why can't a Superman do that? Because it doesn't create the conflict that we need. Because I, know. I took the V out of Batman Superman. I turned it back into Batman Superman World's Finest. That would have been great. And I, I had no problem. I mean, I understand that was they needed to fight. But you already had the reason for them to fight earlier mm-hmm. in the movie. You took it away yep. when he when he's like, oh, I don't need to fight Batman. And then you gave him a, the wrong reason to fight Batman. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know what could have been cool? You know what they should have done? When Luther saw that Batarang in the kryptonite case, he should have totally just been like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like just – like he should have taken that evidence – and planted it in like the Kent farmhouse or something. Perfect. So that way, when Superman goes to see his mom, and it's like my mom's gone, and there's this batarang, and it's like Luther's like fuck yeah, 
I got you to take the kryptonite to beat him, and I used your calling card to scare him. Winning! <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you've already planted all these ideas of, of a Batman that brands his, his, uh, his, his uh, captures and makes it so that they get killed in prison because Shoots they've been Shoots people in the face. Shoots people in the face. Because you know? DC murderverse. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, they needed to throw in this... I don't know. So then at the end of it, when... And they kept reminding you that throughout this whole movie that Batman's mom's name was Martha. Because he keeps having the flashbacks to his dad dying and saying, Martha, Martha... You know, but that's because that's like Negan. That's oh what, man, can I change the worst part? <laughs> was it the dream sequence with the bats hover around him and he flies at the start of the film? And you're like, what the? No, fuck? although that did start off the movie wrong because I totally <laughs> thought they were gonna use that stupid comic where, uh, like. Batman or Superman is having a dream where he's like having a son and then it's got Batman's face and he wakes up and he's like, Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> I thought that was gonna happen. Like he's having this dream and he's clock. like, Yes, I'm fucking Batman and then he starts flying and then we wake up with Superman and he's like, Damn it, I'm not Batman. <laughs> I thought that's where they were going with that. But no, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, criminally underutilized. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's because, oh yeah, that's because they're gonna use he, him and and Lauren Cohen are gonna get used later in the Batman movies. Yeah, when we see the the, the Flashpoint Wayans. Batman and we get our Jeffrey Dean. Morgan. Oh my God! If you get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a Batman from oh, Flashpoint Batman, bad Lauren Cohen as the Joker. Oh my God! I just came. Well, I'd be so okay, happy. But, but actually, let's talk about let's talk about change. Thomas Wayne went for that criminal. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because that's how it was in uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns, right? I'll be in, honest with In the you, flashback, I'm, I'm he has the, his, fist, his hands in a fist. So thus, this creates a Batman that is not only... Quick to anger? Yeah. He's quick to anger and also fucking like... Uh, Violence? <laughs> well, he's violent first instead of inquisitive. Yeah. The bat... The, the, if, if you come to think about that scene... And the way it's told, and, and all it's in, in, it's different ways. To see your father in the face of a gun, protect your mother and yourself first, is different than to start a fist at a guy with a gun. You know. Yeah. So I mean, that starts off the movie. It it really uh, it, tells it changes. you exactly what's going to happen yeah. in this movie and how di- how drastically different it's going to be. Because you have Thomas Wayne, a doctor, a man who. Who res- who's supposed to respect life over all else is going to knock Punch out this? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. He brought fist to a gunfight. Like, what are you doing when you don't do out. surgery? <laughs> Push-ups, all of them. <laughs> how did you get? How did you get that cancer out of that guy's body? I punched it out. <laughs> I <anger>. squeezed my <laughs> fist while it was in a glove. <laughs> so DC's movies yes. are all about. Terrible parents. <laughs> Even Green Lantern. <laughs> oh Green my Lantern. god! No, it, it, Wait, it's funny you bring that, that up. Jordan's problem in the Green Lantern movie. Well, his he, dad died. He, he, How is he like, a terrible parent for dying? Does he die? <laughs> no, he's Fuck just him. he's just like. Going off on his own, doing his own thing. He's like, whatever, kid. I gotta go fucking fly some airplanes. <laughs> well, no, but it, it's funny though because, like, okay, the biggest one, and I think you, 
you know Barry Allen, right? Yeah. Remember when he used Ooh. to wear a bow tie? <laughs> yes. And he had his parents. Yeah. And he could go over to their house and talk with them, and life was great. And he's late for everything. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, no, turns out Henry Allen is responsible for the murder of Nora Allen. Well, hey, hey, well you know what? He's accused of it. Well, you well, know, be, okay, well, you say, well, well okay. if you were he's outside of that family, though, you would Fair say enough. that he, yeah. he yeah. killed. However, no, but like, now, now Barry's tragic. Well, yeah, but that's he a, was that's never a, tragic. It's he a was trope of, of superheroes, though. Well, that's, that's the new thing. Wow, well. I mean, it's the Justice League of orphans. <laughs> I mean, all of them are like, and I, I kid you not. As I, as I was reading Dark Side War, uh, there's a part where they're talking about. I think it's from Wonder Woman's point of view, and like she's talking about how they're all loners. Mm. You know, like Superman doesn't have anybody. Batman is Batman. Green Lantern doesn't have family. Flash doesn't have family. Hey, it's like Batman has hell? plenty of people. Batman, that's yeah, Batman that's, is not a loner. Yeah, he's got exactly. Robins. He's got Robins. He's got Batgirls. He's got Batwomen. He's, he's got, got Alfred. He's got Alfred. He's got Leslie. He's got uh, Selena. He's how many actual heroes work out of Gotham? You know that's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously. However, you're talking about a you're talking about a bow tie missing. How about the fact that you got a, a Barry Allen that has a man bun and an underbeard? Oh, God. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, uh, so... Uh, I no, wish... but, even, like, but even to go there, to go there on the Flash show, I don't think Grant Gustin's wore the, tie, the bow tie, right? Yeah, well, his, 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 his Earth game two. from Earth 2 wears the bow tie. Right, but that's... Yeah, it's not the Barry Allen. You know, right, you're not, right. You know, and, but and I mean, still, he's, he's still kind of like... Oh, shucks. Well, yeah, he's got the OG Willis. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I see like, that. He's I, fucking Barry Allen. No, but I, I however, you could still give him that bow tie because, you know, yeah, ner- absolutely. nerds love Doctor Who, and Doctor Who made bow ties. Exactly. Bow ties are streaming popular with <laughs> kids. Popular too. again. Oh, yeah, they're, they're out there. Um, no, but then another thing, too, as in the show, I don't, I don't watch all the episodes. Have they ever mentioned that Barry Allen was a comic book fan? No. Not that I know. Not that I remember. Uh, I could have swore that they like mentioned it in passing. But well, like one of the maybe in passing. I think in one of the earlier episodes or like one of the flashbacks, like Barry runs home and he got beat up or whatever. Or maybe I'm just remembering that directly from the comics because <laughs> that's exactly where it's from. Um, but yeah, his mom's like, oh, like. Let's go get you a comic book or something. Oh, that was Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. It was Flash Rebirth, where yeah, he was a kid, he got beat up, and his mom's like, "Well, I know how to cure that. Let's go to the comic book store." He might, he might you in know. the in the show. It might have been that uh, a flashback. He, he, well, he said when he when he's the little kid, he says, uh, uh, "I was trying to help this kid because I wanted to be just like my." In whatever comic book character it is, yeah, but something like that. But I, that I might like they've kind of alluded too. to it. But that's it, yeah, it's 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 in passing. So yeah, so it's not present. Like it should have been. Go back to showcase number four. You see Barry Allen sitting there reading a Jay Garrick Flash comic. Hell yeah! And he would always be like, "Oh my god, I remember this. This was in the issue of Justice Society." You know? But however, we don't. He we, he's not. We, they don't have him reading comics as often. We we do get the. Bear, uh, the Flash of Two Earths cover in yeah. motion in that the episode. Amazing. Oh, no, no. And that's, but that's, again, that comes back from, like, you, you know the the producer's name better. Like, what do they uh, call this? The Berlanti, Flash of Greg the Berlanti, Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim. Yeah, that's Greg Berlanti. 
I yeah. mean, that's probably no, hit that me. Like, they, Andrew Kreisberg. Because they did, yeah. or, or Kreisberg, yeah. Because they even did the Supergirl Flash one, where yeah, they, they swapped doing out Superman for, for Supergirl. Supergirl to do the World I mean, or the, the, flash, the, the race. Yeah, the race. So, I mean, they, they've done a good job promoting that themselves and doing that because they're like, oh, hey, we can sell this to our fan base and they're going to love it. Or for, for the fact, most of these kids that are watching this stuff, they're going to be like, what the hell is that homage? But it's cool looking, you know. I mean, fair but, enough. I mean, they, just... they took a major part of the character away. And it's even present in the comics. I mean, ever since Flash came back in Final Crisis, that's not the Barry that we lost. You know, this no. new Barry that came back. Because even, even in Flash Rebirth, that's the first time we discover that, wait, Nora dies? What the hell just happened? Well, you know, and Henry's accused? That's insane. And, and now that's his motivation for being a CSI guy? I mean, and I get it. You know, comic books change with the times. And we and DC does take a stance on, like, hey, let's make our guys grim and grittier. <laughs> but for some reason, they made New 52 Lobo pretty. <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, we need. I, I'm telling you, because they really thought that, that uh, Jason Momoa... Oh, I don't, he must have lost battery power. Uh, Jason Momoa was supposed to play... Uh, um, Lobo, Lobo, <laughs> but he ended up playing uh, playing Aquaman instead. Oh. Uh, all right, we we're going on uh, just about hour two. Uh, we're actually at an hour. and We're going to be minutes. just as long as BVS. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a thirty minute extra edition that'll be on the website. <laughs> Daniel, give me. I mean, okay, I don't want I don't want to say I don't want you to give me what you expect from the rest of these movies, the rest of the DCEU. But what's something that you hope? to see done well in the in the next 10 years in the DCEU. I want to see cuz not everybody gives, you know, Aquaman credit. So I want to see a really well done Arthur Curry slash Aquaman. Nice. <laughs> what? You mean him like drifting towards a camera wasn't enough? Yeah, that... he wasn't badass <laughs> doing mean, that. I mean for 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 the that that the scene hair in his where, eyes <laughs> where you saw the three of them like he was the one that was given the most disservice. Like his yeah. his little scene was was god awful for <laughs> for an introduction uh of the other two. I mean, one, the actor who's playing Cyborg, I don't even know if he was in that scene or not. But that's a good point. He's, I mean, that I'm pretty sure that was all just CGI, and he always, and he all he does is yell. But at least Flash got to have. I think I enjoyed Cyborgs the most, though, because <laughs> I was like, "That's a good Cyborg yell." But that, that makes me think that that Cyborg movie <laughs> that was true to character. A, that Cyborg movie is going to be a horror movie. I mean, that makes yeah. me think of like oh, fucking. God. Uh, like a Frankenstein or a human yeah. centipede type movie. I well, don't know. it's even going to be more twisted kinda. because you're going to be like, wait, his dad is experimenting on him? That's yeah. even creepier. He's not even just going to be like, look, I'm going to find a way to save my torso boy and let him live a little bit. No, I'm going to be like, I'm going to stick shit to him and see what happens. But they're really going for that whole New 52 origin of, of Cyborg with oh, the yeah. Red Room and the all, all the different stuff that Silas Stone is apparently being able to have to play with to save his son. Well, we saw a mother box. Yeah. And, that and was yeah. straight up on the movie. <laughs> that was not a deleted scene. So what do you think that, that Aquaman movie is going to be like, Daniel? With uh, the fact that, I mean, if you see that, that um, Wonder Woman is going to be a, 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 a set, a period piece in World War One, and this was obviously a jumbled mess, and the Batman movie, whatever it's going to be, is going to be written by, by Ben Affleck, so you can expect it to have at least, 
you know, some type of, uh, uh, you know, not mystery, but... Uh, uh, Intrigue? Intrigue, thank you, yeah. Because that's, I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, Gone Baby Gone, the, the, yeah. the Town, Argo, they all have that same feel. Yeah. So you can expect that one to have that movie. What do you think the Aquaman movie is going to be like, Daniel? Well, according to the director, this movie's going to be loads of fun. Loads of fun. Well, the director, who's the director? James Wan? Shit. That's right. You're, yeah, you're James, right, James Wan. Who? I don't know about that. I don't that. believe DC anymore when they're like, you're going to have fun. James Wan is the guy who directed one of those, uh, he directed um, fucking... Uh, Insidious. 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 Yeah. But he also did the, uh, the, the first... Uh, the movie with the with Jigsaw. Oh, oh Saw. Saw. Saw, right. He did yeah. the first oh, Saw. Saw, right? I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, I, I don't know what to expect from, from Aquaman anymore. Well, it's scary because remember... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of fun with Saw. <laughs> I, I, I did too. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was tricycle good. was pretty cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's funny because, again, um, Zack Snyder, remember... Like, I don't know if you read the article when he was talking about the Jimmy Olsen thing. He's like, yeah, I thought it was fun and I was going to include yeah. Jimmy Olsen. By putting a bullet in his head? Oh, actually, it was off camera, so we're assuming it, you know. But it's like, what well, the hell? What, what's your idea of that's fun? That's what they said most of uh, the R rating came from that beginning scene. So most of the deleted scene, I think, is, that you're going to see in the in the Blu-ray is going to come, or a lot of the deleted scenes are going to come from that particular Jesus. scene. You're going to be able to pick Jimmy's brain yeah. right off straight the off the wall. You're going to literally pick it up. So same question to you, Chris. What, what do you think... Is something that you're really excited for? You think is going to is, is something that's going to be really done well in the next ten years with this DC inter, DC extended universe? Right. I guess honestly, in my thing, I'm looking at there's three things I'm excited for. Okay. Um, as a comic book fan, I hated the New Gods. I just was like, this is stupid. I don't need to like have space religion coming at me. <laughs> but then I discovered Miracle or Mister Miracle, and I was like, this guy's awesome because he's the superhero Houdini. Doctor you know, Impossible. Yeah, you know, name. those things, those, those, <laughs> those ideas were like just, wow, this was cool. So with them leaning towards the new gods and this part of outer space, and I think you and I, Mitch, we were having a conversation. I was like, seriously, if they take Mr. Miracle, that could be their Star-Lord. That could yeah. totally be that character. He could have that lightheartedness. He can have that nobility, and he's got the space ties, and he's the son of, you know, of a higher power. So I'm looking forward to Mr. Miracle. I, it's a long shot. There's no proof that it will happen, but if what, uh, like obviously the Dark Side War story is happening for a reason. Jeff Johns is kind of branding the DC Cinematic Universe with his comics, <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to Mister Miracle. The next thing I'm looking forward to is the Justice League, but let me specify because DC specified. I'm looking forward to the Justice League when Green Lantern steps in. So <laughs> that might have to be Justice League Part Two. Sadly for me. But I'm looking forward to the Big Seven. I would have loved it to have been Martian Manhunter, but I understand. You know, they they always change it to be certain characters, and you know, Cyborg's going to get a big moment, so good for him. And the next biggest thing that I'm looking forward to, Dark Side. I cannot wait to see what that's going to look like. And I know I've had this discussion with uh, the both of you uh, before, and uh, I don't know if I, I did with you, Daniel, or not, but I really think the end of the movie when when when. Uh, the, the coffin is there and the, the rocks start to float up in the air. It's not it's not actually Superman coming back to life. You know, it's it's actually a boom tomb opening up near Pi. And I think that's going to be... 
that's going to play into the, the these prophetic vision dreams that that Batman had for whatever reason he's able to have prophetic vision dreams. But uh, he uh, it's it Darkseid's going to steal that body, and thus Justice League One is to going to re- to get Superman's body back. Justice League Two is going to be uh, having to fight Superman, or the end of Justice League One is going to be them fighting. Under control, Superman, and then Justice League Two would be Superman coming back. Oh, that'd be cool! Oh no, so, instead of Supergirl, awesome. it's, it's Superman. It's Superman. That'd be, yeah, exactly. That'd be cool. So I, I totally, um, I agree with that theory. I honestly think what's happening is we're led to believe that that's an, an, a direct homage to when Superman first flew and he put his hand on the ground and you saw the rocks levitate and then he shot up. Um, for those of you listening, Google Earth Two. Issue 17. I'm going to show it to GC and Mitch. That's what Superman's going to look like when he returns. Because that's a Superman directly under the control of Darkseid. Okay, now I'm going to say a Superman. Because the story has a twist to it. And it was really good. And that was written by Tom Taylor. Who also wrote the Injustice comics. So we can see a little bit of tie. And right now Jeff Johns is digging Apocalypse and the New Gods and all that. So exactly. The... These uh, the apocalypse people. They're going to steal Superman. They're going to revive him. Obviously, he's going to be evil. And then Batman's going to go and get Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash to to gather because he's like, look, I have these visions. I'm drawn to you all. Plus the computer files. And then Superman's going to stop to gather that you know stopping them from gathering. But this is where they're going to change and stop the Nightmare Verse from happening because they'll stop Superman now. They'll convert him. And then the big conflict's going to come, and then it's going to be to be continued next year. <laughs> well, Justice League Part Two happens. <laughs> I think. I think the the one the telling part of, of their also their slate is that uh, the Green Lantern Corps movie is supposed to come between Justice League One and Justice League Two. So I think you'll definitely get your Green Lantern at the end of Justice League. He whoever, better be in that whoever damn it ends film. up being John Stewart, Guy Gardner, Hal Jordan, or Kyle Rayner, which. Jessica Cruz, it, Simon Baz. Because you're right, they, but, might, they have some potential. <laughs> any one of those. Uh, it could have, it may, maybe it's just Sinestro that shows up, and then, uh, or maybe it's even. Uh, uh, God damn it, my geek Kilowog? points are no, my geek points are leaving because he's Tomar the, Ray? Alan Scott. No, damn it, I'm he's the he's the <laughs> two uh, the sector two eight one four that dies. The, oh, Abin Sir, Abin yeah. Sir, thank <laughs> you. Uh, Abin Sir could be the one that shows up at the end of that movie, and then and then gets shot out of the air for whatever reason, and and thus we have to find our, our new Hal Jordan. I'm just saying that's going to happen, and then we're going to get Green Lantern Corps, and then we're going to, and then you'll have a Green Lantern that will be a part of the Justice League and Justice League Part Two. That's what I'm predicting. I can definitely, I can see something like that. But I do, I am also, I also hope that we get a cool dark because we've already shot our, they've already shot their wad with Doomsday, which should have been a, a villain at the end, oh, at the end of the Justice be later. League. But Doomsday or Darkseid would be the next big one. So yes, I hope that's what we get, Darkseid. Because, I mean, honestly, they should have just stuck with Bizarro. Yeah. They shouldn't have done just a version Zod, of Bizarro. Doomsday, and Luther yeah. mishmash together. Uh, GT, what is, is... I mean, I know you said you're not into any of the, the DC movies anymore at this point. Except, except for, for Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. So, so, other than Wonder Woman... Other than Wonder Woman? Is there anything else that could possibly bring you back? Yes. What? All right. The recasting so. of <laughs> Final Crisis, not Final Crisis, Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Crisis on yes. Infinite Earth? No, Infinite, Infinite Crisis. Crisis. Oh, okay. All right. 
So, Infinite Crisis, we know the story. You've got the old Superman from the old pre-crisis. Golden Age, yep. Watching from outside of the universe (laughs) and being like, what in the fuck is going on that is not Reeves goddamn superman glass wall and grabs henry cavill and he's like what the hell have yes. you done or even if they use dean kane because he's so the dc heroes that we know from the comics that everyone is supposed to aspire to because everybody knows marvel has relatable heroes and dc has the heroes that you aspire to be mm-hmm. i like that those heroes are outside of this universe, and they're like, what in the fuck are these guys doing? Batman's like, why am I going around shooting people, <laughs> just murdering everyone? And I so like- they bust in, and they're like, fuck them up. <laughs> I like this. I like the idea that, that they are sitting like some, they're, they're sitting in the Fortress of Solitude, and they're watching this monitor. No, no, you know where they're actually <laughs> sitting from. Earth 1, because we've been watching Earth 3 the whole damn time. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I was about to say, yeah, they're definitely watching. We're watching from Earth Prime. They're watching from Earth 1. And yes. we're all watching Earth 3 exactly. as, it, as it becomes the crime syndicate of America. It wasn't <laughs> Superman. It was Ultraman the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, that would be interesting if they ended up God. throwing in a scene like that. and then uh, If that happened, then all would be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> But I doubt that they'll have the balls to do something like that. So in the immediate future, I have gone... And you could even still have the same actors. You could, which would be even greater. Right? <laughs> the contracts are still upheld. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the immediate future, we have Suicide Squad coming out at the end of the summer. I have gone from being excited about this movie to being... To hating this movie, to being excited about a movie, and I think I'm back to not looking forward to it again. And it's basically because of the trailers. The trailers keep making me flip flop, and I, I and the idea that they just recently went back and, and did reshot it to yeah. add humor. Well, that's the rumors that it went back to add humor. They now just instead of Captain Boomerang opening one can, he opens two at the same time. And, I mean, I, 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 obviously, I know why they did that in the trailer. They want you just to see that it's. It's, hey, this is our Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, there's going to yep. be funny characters, and there's going to be kooky characters, and there's going to be strange nope. things happening. <laughs> and that was, I mean, even the the trailer, the the fact that you have uh, Rick Flag sitting there like, this one is a crocodile, he eats people. This one is, it's the same as the lineup in the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer where he's this a, one's an a hole. He, he's a rat. He's a, he's a raccoon that carries, and that's his uh, plant that is personal bodyguard and house plant. It's like we get it. You're you're doing it. You're making it. But and then they even added a song, a, a classic song, a yep. classic rock song, to be like, "We are Guardians of the Galaxy. Just trust us." It's like no, you <laughs> should have just had more faith in yourself, and then not make a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean the movie or I, make a Harley Quinn or movie. make a Harley Quinn movie. That's true. Like I, as much as that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a Star Lord movie, it's. I think that's just as much a, a Gamora movie or yeah. a Rocket Raccoon movie or a Groot movie. Oh, they did a great job giving them all screen time and story. But just from the trailer alone for the Suicide Squad, there's going to be so much that's just about Harley Quinn and, and how she became about. And Joker, all the Joker scenes seem to be flashbacks. What's the, you know, what, what's the storyline going to be? Yeah, like, why the hell does Captain Boomerang care? Why the hell does Killer Croc care? 
Katana. She's not a bad guy. Right. I mean, I guess you're going to assume that some of these guys are, are on Flag's, Flag's team already. But, uh, so that's where, I mean, I don't know. That movie is, is either I'm excited for it or it's not, depending on the wind of the day. I think at this point, and because there's absolutely no information about it, if it's still even a, a movie, it's still on their slate, the Shazam movie. That's where I'm, oh. I'm still holding out. Yes. <laughs> The, I know The Rock is still a part of it. <laughs> for the, for as much as I know, he's still a part of it as uh, Black Adam. They haven't picked a, a Shazam. Uh, which, John Cena. No, I'm hoping for, <laughs> for Joe Manganiello. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> That's who I want. That would be amazing. Uh, whether or not it happens is another story. But uh, that character, if you, if you make him dark and grim, oh. even in Injustice... The most dark and grim world he that they have. He's still light and bubbly. Oh, yeah, he is. Now, I gotta stop you for a moment. I'm gonna bust your bubble. In the comic books, he's... Yeah, you been, have you read those? I've only read uh, up to year two. Because... No, no, no. I'm not talking Injustice. Oh. I'm talking the canon stuff. The new 52. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. They uh, Billy Batson, a di- he's a dick. Which is stupid. Because <laughs> he's a kid that despite... Losing both his parents and living on the streets and finding a way to survive stayed hopeful and positive. And was that's why the wizard was like, orphans. "You're a fucking good guy to give powers to." Here you go. <laughs> and now it's like, "Oh, Billy Batson's a dick." Say Shazam! <laughs> I, I can't wait till it's like motherfucker. You know, and it's like have... by the massive abilities of. But did did does the new Fifty Two even have a wizard Shazam? Did he did he even oh, get his God. powers from the wizard? Well, Shazam? no, they they have the wizard Shazam, did, but it's yeah. like. It's a group of wizards, oh. and you know, one looks like African tribal, the other looks like ancient Asian, and and there's all these different cultures in there. So it's it's no longer uh, wasn't he based off the Greek gods, right? Yeah, Solomon you know? and yeah, so he's Greek Hercules yeah, he's, he's, and all he's, that. He's not based off those myths anymore, yep. which is weird because I'm like, well, wait, Shazam actually was an acronym for the strength of and you know, all those things, and they're changing it. Well, that's, I mean, that's, 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 damn it, that means more to come is probably going to be bad. Well. DC Cinematic Murderverse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the, you know, one thing I was looking forward to. Thanks for killing it. Sorry. <laughs> you heard Thanks it here for first. Lost, Batman. <laughs> uh, I do it again. Anything, any last thing you got, anybody else want to add? Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. I, it's a challenge to people that, when you go see these films. Try seeing it with an open mind. And I'm not trying to be, you know, like... But I think if you go in there and you just say, okay, let's see what this story is going to do. You know, go into it as an Elseworlds. Understand it's a different adaptation. Because I, I, I did exactly what you guys are feeling now when X-Men came out. I remember back in the days when you had to call the internet and waiting. It took us four days to download the original X-Men trailer. And I just saw that one bit where Cyclops' glasses got knocked off and he blasted up the trailer station. I was like, or the train station. I was like, this is amazing. This movie's going to be fantastic. And Cyclops is my number one Marvel hero, so I was so excited. I watched that movie and I was like, this was fucking shit. I waited this long for this fucking shit. Fuck. I just couldn't say the fuck enough. You know, I was so pissed. To be fair, you weren't that far off. For what? The comics? No. <laughs> that that movie was shit. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it's because I it's went... It's not the best. No, no it's no, not. No, it's not. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I mean, it's, it's not the worst either. Yeah, but... no, it's not the worst. It's not the best. But, like, 
I went in thinking I was going to see X-Men. And I didn't. And that's what killed me. And I exactly, I see exactly where you guys are. You're going in thinking you're going to see Batman versus Superman, Batman and Superman. And it wasn't. And I, I get it. And you know what really freed me? The minute they killed Cyclops in X-Men The Last Stand, I was like, oh, this movie's called X-Men, but it's these weird adventures of these other characters. Okay, I can accept it a little bit better now. And then they did First Class, and I was like, oh, you just shit on the originals even more. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, Mystique? Sure, she's always been a fucking X-Men. She's always been pivotal. Okay, she's never been a cool-ass villain. She's always just been the anti-hero. And, and yes, I know she served on the X-Men for a little bit. I, I, I know that. But once I, once I learned to just kind of say, okay, this is what my comic books are, this is what my cartoons are, this is what my television is, and this is what my movies are, it made it so much better. I could go and enjoy those things. Marvel Studios, thank you. You're doing the best. Um, Fox, hey, Deadpool was fucking amazing. Maybe you should pay more attention to when people want to be creative. <laughs> and DC Warner Brothers, hey, Deadpool was great. Maybe you should pay attention when people want to be creative. <laughs> you start doing that, you're going to give a lot of people what they want and make them happy all across. So when you go see Suicide Squad, keep an open mind. Understand DC's playing a long game. You know, Crisis on Infinite Earths was a 12-issue. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But DC's been one of the first companies to do something like that. Marvel, they've been playing a long game. I mean, we, we, as soon as we saw Thanos, Phase 2 going into Phase 3. That's pretty expensive. It's a lot. But it's great. It's it's beautiful story. Hopefully DC can understand how to do that and start doing it better. So that's why I want... I, like, I have no interest in Suicide Squad. I've never read the comics I could care less about a team of villains. But I'm going to go see that movie. Why? Because I want to see the breadcrumbs. I want to see what the new gods are doing there. I want to see how Batman is in this. And I want to see how it ties into the bigger picture. So all I can say to you is when you go watch it, keep an open mind. What was, was there something that you wanted to add in when we were talking about Mystique? Or? Oh, yeah, when Franny was like... Um... Like, basically, that we can't enjoy the movies because we're fans. I don't know. Well, no, no, I'm not saying I, you can't. I don't But it does no, no, no. Hold Yeah, back, right. You know? No, I understand that. But, like, well, see, I'm not even that big of a fan of, like, I, I don't like Superman. You know, that's what And I'm like. not really a big fan of Batman. Like, I kind of enjoy him in small portions every now and then. I think you're a bigger fan of his rogues more than anything else. Yeah. Like, especially Scarecrow. Yeah. But, uh, I, and I think, I, it's funny, is that I, I always, I completely thought when this movie came out, after I watched it, that this is a movie that people who don't like Superman would like. Right. Because this is a Superman that they can relate to better. Because he does, oh, yeah. he does, he does screw up. Yep. He, he is depowered a little bit. He is, he is, uh. Yeah, he's not the super smart guy who does kill. Find yeah, the exactly. He, he doesn't have, he doesn't, he, everything doesn't come easy to him. Uh. I think that, and I'm, not, I'm not, not saying anything against you, Chris, but like when people have movies, when, when they have movies that come out or are based on books and, and just the slightest things are off, everybody gets behind the fact that it wasn't book accurate and that it, they did a disjustice to it. But when it's a comic book, people are like, oh, well, it's just a comic book. We, we were making this movie for, <laughs> for people. For we not, hear that for real video people. game movies. Well, I yeah. mean, video, yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, what was it, uh, Max Payne? Oh, I God. loved that game. 
that's why I bought a PlayStation 2 and, and was onto it. And then that movie came out. I was like, all right, cool, Mark Wahlberg. And then I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? I think that's, that's, the, the, that's their big, Hollywood's biggest mistake when they're making video game movies is that they need to know that they're making video game movies for video game players. When they're making comic book movies, they, they think they're making it for uh, for general audiences. Mm-hmm. And, and and they're totally getting rid of like because now nowadays people who aren't comic book readers are going to go see those movies, yeah. and that's who they're making those movies for. Yeah, most of the time, Marvel is making it for everybody, but they are sticking <coughs> close to, to the comic book readers. Um, but video game movies are just—that's a, a different beast, and they're going to have to come at that a different way altogether. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that as soon as I open my mouth and say, "Look, this is how 75 years of Superman have been," yes, there are. Differences in his character throughout 75 years. Why wouldn't there be? And you know, he, he obviously 1970s Batman or Superman is not going to be the same as 2015 Superman. There's going to be there's going to be slight differences. But you can't just take the Superman from Batman, the Dark the Dark Knight Returns, and tell me that's the the pinnacle, pinnacle Superman and that's the way that he should be depicted the rest of the, the rest of his life. Oh no, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> I mean, there should be there should be. Uh... A creative chief officer. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that they do I, have one. Yeah, but that title sounds are awfully sure? familiar <laughs> to me. But, but know, there Daniel, should be somebody who does that. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, I, I I love Jeff Jones. I think he's great. I've I've enjoyed the times I've met him. I think I he's an incredible. We talking. all like him. <laughs> and I mean, he he needs to step that up on the Kevin Feige role. He needs to be there saying, "Hey, can you do me a favor and say, Alfred, load the rubber bullets." And you would have had so many more happier people, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, they'd be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with Batman sandbagging a couple people. <laughs> you know, like I said. Sandbagging son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, to me, and again, like I said, Superman, and, and you did, you pointed out something that's very important. We want a Superman that we can relate to, not a Superman we can aspire to. And just like you pointed out, sorry, Mitch pointed that out where he's a Superman that's on our level, and GT pointed out the idea that DC heroes are what we aspire to. Yeah, it's so not weird. How did we reverse roles like that? I, I'm not saying that that's what I want. I want right. the, uh, okay, the Superman enough. that we can aspire to, but the the one that we got was the one that we can relate right. to. Well, no, 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 that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's what they gave I us. can relate even less to this Superman. <laughs> you know? and, that, that's, and to me, like I said, it's like if I'm sitting there watching this, I'm thinking to myself, like, why couldn't Superman think of what I just thought of? Why couldn't he just say, like, he grabs Zod by the chin and just throws his head up and flies him straight into space and then takes the fight into space? Okay, yeah, it's his third day on the job. Okay, sure. But he snapped his neck. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's funny how you have... Where he's like pointing at his chest, he's like, "Well, in my planet, this means hope." You're always going to find a way, and that's what Superman is famous for. And this Superman gave us the final solution. Okay, I can accept it. I'll I'll, I'll follow this story out. But yeah, it's the CCO should have been like, "No, this is Superman." You know, water's wet, crime is in Gotham. <laughs> Superman always finds a way, and yeah, Batman always finds a way. <laughs> and Batman always because Batman. Batman doesn't kill. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I, I think that's where <laughs> no guns. <laughs> guns are the weapon of her enemies. Yeah. I know that's what's funny. That actually comes from Dark Knight. Yeah, Returns. Frank Miller put that in there, and then Zack Snyder's tripping all over himself to be like, "Oh, I totally. This is the great comic book ever." Da da da. I'm gonna steal from it. <laughs> steal more, please. <laughs> you know, He's because, like, "Yes, the 
Dark Knight Returns is the best. Batman is awesome as that. He uses a fucking gun. <laughs> he just stopped after Batman like, uses a gun in that. I feel like he just did a Google search, and he only looked at selective images. Yeah, like, right? I read it. I read it. I got it. I, I totally read the Wikipedia. It's, I got the gist of it. I glanced at it, you know, because... Again, Batman definitely delivers an anti-gun message. And even on a, one of the comic book websites, uh, Comic Book Resources, they totally put an article out there stating that in Dark Knight Returns, Batman did not kill anyone. So there is no justification for murder. But, hey, let's do it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I will I, take your assault <laughs> rifles and shoot you in the face with them. Because <laughs> I'm Batman. Uh, you know, it's, it's Earth, DC, EU. Then so you know, let's see what happens. Uh, you know, that's. I, I think that's where we're gonna have to end it. The, the, uh, we're at two hours and ten minutes now, so no. uh, we should damn. just hit two forty-five. No, I don't want to do. I don't do the Reverend again. Okay, it the Revenant again. It can. It can be. Uh, the commentary track for Batman v Superman. We didn't when follow people, it though. If, I don't care. If we, if we were to follow it, then I would. I would have said yes. But can you follow that movie? That's funny because that's what I brought up in the, in, uh, when I was talking about this with someone else. And I, I know I wanted to end this, but this is. I have to talk about the fact that the first, I want to say, hour of this movie is all five minute clips. It yeah. kind of. It's kind of like almost showing a mirror to us of our society because we can't watch. Anything that isn't uh, a Vine or an Instagram video or, <laughs> or a three-minute YouTube video, you know, if you can't get to it within three minutes, then you don't. We don't. We don't deserve to watch it. Right. So that's what this movie is: is a bunch of clips, five minutes in part. That's why you really don't even get a. You don't get the feeling of a beginning of this movie yeah. because it all feels like a prelude. Everything is preluded to something else until eventually it's the Batman, Batman Superman fight, you know. Uh, and and that and that's a that's a great disservice to your movie. Yeah. Not just to the audience, but to your movie. Uh, and uh, you know that's where once again that's it, I thought that was so terrible. And and <laughs> and I know I know I was one of these people. I was one of the people, and I'll admit this right now. When the news came out that Ben Affleck was playing Batman, I was like, I can't believe it. That's terrible casting. I'm not going to tell you that it's it's terrible casting right now. But I don't say it's good casting because I really didn't see Batman do Bruce Wayne or Ben Affleck do any acting in that movie, other than the first scene when he's he, he meets up at the the the, the downed Wayne Enterprise Wayne Financial Towers. Like I thought that was the, you know the the only acting he really did. The rest of the movie is either him staring, him having a grimace face, or you know his stunt double doing really cool action scenes. I, yeah. I, I didn't really see any Ben Affleck, and I know Ben Affleck can act. I, I saw. I've seen him in the. We stuff. saw like glimpses, like with the party yeah, stuff. Even that's so, kind of more just like. Yeah, but I think that's mostly like Zack Snyder and the script that was fair enough that's, tying his that's hands what I'm saying. basically. But I'm getting every you, everywhere else on the internet. People were like, "Oh, all you people that were hating on Ben Affleck for being Batman, I bet this is shoving shit in your face right now, isn't it? I hope you like your shit cake." It's like, why he didn't do anything? <laughs> he didn't show me that Murdered he was being people <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Look. Even that wasn't him. That was a CGI him. That was CGI Batman in a in a car murdering people. You know, it's just like 
he didn't do anything that proved to me that he was a good Batman yet. Did you see when he served Alfred coffee? <laughs> yeah, I know. That was that's pretty good. Was a very cool little scene. No, that's. I mean, uh, the scene where he was getting out of bed with whoever that hot chick was. That was pretty awesome. But I mean, what, I mean, it's, had some good PTSD dreams right there. I mean, it's it, it's literally uh, to me, it, he didn't do any acting yet for the movie to to be for people to sit there and be calling me a piece of shit for not liking Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> I don't deserve that yet. If in the Batman movie that comes up that he write, writes and acts in and he does a spectacular job, then I'll I'll eat your shit cake. Okay? But I feel like Jonathan Kent needs to say that while I was eating my shit cake and the lang- the lang horses were dying. While I was eating my shit cake, Ben Affleck was doing a great job as Bruce Wayne up on the t- the big screen. So, all right. That's it. That's where we're ending it. Shit cake. Shit cake. <laughs> Hashtag. Daniel, I want to thank you for being on the sh- on uh, Hey Mitch and, and talking to us about Batman v Superman. Uh, I know uh, it, it's a little Glad difficult seeing you're, you're the fourth person that's not in the room with the rest of us, but uh, I, I do appreciate you uh, sending, putting in your input. No problem. Got to be here. Glad to help out, guys. <laughs> cool. Uh, what's your... We actually have Batman in his room making sure that he's here recording with us he's, he's like you fucking house. record you saw what I did to those other people uh, uh, Daniel would you go ahead and give out your uh, Twitter handle yeah you can find me on Twitter at Daniel Von Helvetz okay and uh, Christopher Franey I also want to thank you for you know showing showing up and Giving us some more comic book knowledge like you do in Imagine If and, and uh, you know, giving your opinion, even though you had to do the Herculean task of of, of being on the side defending of this, mo- this movie. Defending this movie against the three of us. Yeah, it, 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 was, a, it was definitely a dawn of justice on my own there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, just, just keep an open mind. Um, let's see, I am on the Twitters as stuff I should say, should being spelled S-H-U-D, so definitely... Uh, come in and help me out. I need my Justice League to <laughs> get people to understand what we're talking about here. Let's we're gonna ride this storm out. And Chris GT, thank you for uh, you know I, I, we didn't get to throw in too many uh, video game references, but uh, you know or old time video references. But you came in and uh, I think you gave a pretty good solid argument for why this movie is for garbage people and why it is garbage. It's true. <laughs> Damn you, garbage people. <laughs> would you also like to give out your social and media? And garbage pale contact. kids. There we go. Garbage pale kids. There, there's VHS. <laughs> you got your reference. <laughs> My contract is fulfilled. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at uh, wizard, W-W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. And, and then he's also on Facebook as that if you want to visit his Facebook page. Yeah, I'm pretty much on whatever as that. So <laughs> uh, Definitely go go on one of those and, and, and bombard him with some uh, video game questions so that he, him and, and, and Richard can can talk about it on Players <laughs> vs. Pixels. Uh, and myself, you can find me at agent underscore of the underscore bat on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I, I I always answer on Twitter, but uh, the Geek Elite is also at Geek Elite Radio, and Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. Uh, I think you usually get a good helping of all four of us on that, or 
Eh, maybe not GC so much. Sometimes, every now and then, every now and then he likes to he he likes to chime in. But uh, you know, the other three of us, we 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 usually post a lot. somebody else has already answered the, the way that I would have. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you don't need to hear it twice. <laughs> Uh, but you know the, the the majority of the geekly will will answer your questions or uh, post things there. So go ahead and make sure you like like our page and uh, you know come talk to us. We like to hear your theories just as much as we like you to listen to ours. Well, at least I do. Cheatsy might like you just to listen to him for the most part. I don't even like to listen to me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, but then there's also our our, our actual website geekly.com. You can check out past podcasts and uh, past articles that we've either written or aggregated for somewhere else. So, this has been Hey Mitch on the Geek Elite Radio Networks saying until next time, always remember to Geek Geek Out. out. Geek Out. (laughs) Thanks guys. Woo. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.